Hello and welcome to season two of the I Am podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to give you a huge thank you for listening and showing love and support to our new series. What have you learned from our previous episodes? Well, I'm truly grateful and honored to host these amazing founders, entrepreneurs, and innovators. And I'm looking forward to creating more insightful and inspiring episodes and being part of the impact they're creating. Please don't forget to share this podcast to anyone who can benefit. And please don't forget to subscribe to our channel. On YouTube, just type I-A-M-O-P-S. That's IAMOPS. Also, please send me your thoughts and suggestions. Email me at may at iamops.io. Would love to hear from you. Enjoy listening. And we want to bring uh, great engineers and basically to have another option for uh, companies uh, to build their team. Because it's not like we want to replace any, any, any existing employee because this is not the situation right now. Um, we just They just need more. Welcome to our series entitled The I Am Podcast, a podcast about innovation, business, and most importantly, people. In this series, we'll be talking to founders, executives, and various experts about their vision, challenges, best practices, and lessons learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I'm pumped up and excited as I welcome tonight. I'm going to be joined by none other than the CEO and co-founder of IOMOPS DevOps for Startups. This is going to be your very first episode for season two in 2022. Please welcome Ayal Ahimas. Ayal, how are you? Hello. I'm fine, May. Thank you for having me in this great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we have been dying to have you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so first, before we dive deep into the product, Tell us about yourself. Give us a quick overview, the career background. How did you get started? Okay, so very quickly, my name is Yal Khimas. I'm the co-founder and CEO of uh, IMO, DevOps for Startups. Uh, me and my partner, Roy, uh, co-founded this company two years ago. And uh, basically, the goal of this uh, company is to enlarge um, and to expand the available engineers for the Israeli market. Okay, uh, we'll drill uh, down into it uh, maybe later. A little bit about me. I'm 35 years old. I have two daughters, married to Lior, and uh, um, we work in Tel Aviv, uh, but originally I'm from the north of Israel. I'm coming from a background of uh, basically finance and operations, and my partner is coming from the background of the DevOps. Boy. Together, basically, uh, we met like two years ago. We started uh, speaking about his business, my business, and we decided that it would be a good idea to merge our ventures and to go together to a new journey uh, in order to build the IMOPS together. Okay. Talk to us about the Israeli tech. You mentioned about what's happening in the Israeli tech. Yes. So basically, uh, we cannot say post-corona, right? Because we are still uh, in the middle of, uh, of COVID. Yet. But um, let's say that after the first shock that we that the market, the global market had during when the pandemic basically started with around March uh, 2020, um, like now we feel at least the first part of the after effect 
of uh, of this uh, of of basically this pandemic in the economic uh, aspect of it and when we speak about the high tech in israel it is it is like in a growth that it has never had uh, been before the amount and the volume of investment that israeli companies are raising during the last year was uh, enormous uh, we are talking about rounds financial rounds that we've never we've never seen here before um, as an example we spoke like three days ago with an entrepreneur who is basically shared with us that you know nine years ago in his first company he raised a seed round of uh, $250,000 that was basically like the benchmark for seed round right you used to raise $250,000 by evaluation of $1 million okay that was like a common benchmark and today in 2020 in uh, 20 21, I mean, one year ago, they raised a seed round of $25 million. That is 100 times more than what they raised like 10 years ago. So of course, not all seed rounds today are that big. They are even, they are even bigger seed rounds, but the, let's say the majority of them are, are smaller. Um, but still, this is like one way to see how the industry had changed. Now, that has many, um, many different, um, it impacts basically the industry in many different ways. When there is so much money and there are so many more companies, also they need much more employees, right? They need a larger amount of uh, uh, workforce. And if they don't have this amount of engineers, eventually they will not be able to execute the world plan. And we also start, we are starting to see that this is happening. Um, so basically there is a lot of money, companies raise a lot of money, but eventually they can't recruit the team members to execute what they promised to their investors. Uh, and we see different companies that uh, uh, it is easier to see it like in uh, publicly traded companies, um, for example, Kaltua, it's a good example that we saw lately in the news um, that there is a lot of money, let's say, in this uh, SPAC structure that we see now in the industry. Um, but gradually you start seeing that they are not able to execute uh, the work plans. And, uh, you know, we are just in, in the middle of, uh, of this uh, prosperity phase. And let's see what will happen, you know, in the next year, next two years, when company which raise a lot of money from investors will need basically to, to prove and to show what, if, if they did succeed in executing to deliver what they promised uh, at the beginning. So you and your vision, talk to us about what you envision IMOPS will be. Yeah, I envision that IMOPS will be the biggest and most significant bridge between uh, Israeli companies and Indian engineers. Um, if, if you know, if you want to make it like uh, very clear and straightforward, uh, we want to expand, as I mentioned, the available engineers to Israeli companies, to Israeli executives, to Israeli founders. And we want to bring uh, great engineers and basically to have another option for uh, companies uh, to build their team. 
because it's not like we want to replace any, any, any existing employee because this is not the situation right now. And we just, they just need more. See every day, we meet everyday companies and founders that uh, basically it's not like they want to replace someone. It's just like they have open positions that they need mm -hmm. to staff and they have no one basically, uh, no engineer uh, out there available. that is available to staff these positions. And uh, we, we, we will basically build another pool, another pool of uh, options uh, of engineers available for these uh, founders and executives. Mm, okay, like leveraging the talent pool, but why India? Have you been there or how well do you know India? How was the experience? Have you worked with them? Yes, first of all, uh, we've been there. And why India? First, India is maybe, is about to be the biggest uh, country in the world. By 2027, it will pass uh, China in terms of uh, population. And unlike China, Indians do speak English uh, and they do, they are much more accessible to the Western uh, world uh, than China. So basically India is like the biggest pool engineers available in the world actually. So the, the higher education system, okay, the universities in India generates 1 million engineers every year. That is an amount of engineers that we cannot even grasp here in Israel. Here in Israel, I think that we produce something like 15, 16,000 uh, uh, engineers per year, okay, um, available to the market. And when we speak about India, we are talking about 1 million engineers per year. Uh, so when you have that amount of engineers available, you want to understand maybe I can work with some of them. Um, and then when we started checking this option two years ago, we understood that this is a very complex uh, uh, and very significant uh, challenge um, and that we want to explore it more. We understood that from one side, there is a significant potential. There is a large, a large amount of engineers who are very talented with uh, extremely good English and very communicative and very much motivated and who are also very similar to, to us, okay, I mean, to, um, to a young engineer, who basically, you know, 25 years old engineer from Israel. And, and uh, that was in the controversy of what I think the average um, Israeli think about uh, uh, Indian engineers. We understood that, okay, there is a big potential here that we want to explore and we want to understand it better. On the other hand, we also understood that there is a big challenge because when you need to face, when we are facing a population of 1 million engineers, let's say, okay, although it is much more that are available for you to hire, you also need to screen them and you need to understand, okay, how do I screen this, uh, these applicants? And when you are screening someone from Israel, so, or from your local market, basically in like one minute, you can all, from looking at, at uh, his CV, you can pretty much understand if you want to proceed with him or her or not, because you can see 
by the university that they studied. And you can see where they served in the military. And you can see their previous uh, places that they worked, the companies. And by that, you can pretty much position this candidate uh, if he's like a strong candidate or an average candidate or a weak candidate. But when you're looking at a country which you are not uh, familiar with, who has like 1,000 universities, okay? And uh, one and a half billion people. And it is so big, so it is really a much more difficult uh, challenge. In that aspect, we can also mention the fact that communication is extremely important. Now, India is not like, uh, you know, one small country with uh, one language and people speak different languages between different countries and their accent is different. Some has, an in some has English, which is very similar to someone who was born and raised in the UK uh, because basically they also learned in high school, uh, like their main medium was English. And some of them, you can, it is much more difficult to understand because they have a very strong accent which make it much more difficult to communicate with. Um, so you also need to understand where exactly you want to focus your, um, your recruiting efforts. Mm. Um, all of these things together made us realize that on the one hand, there is a huge potential. On the other, on the other hand, there is a huge challenge. And if we will basically solve this challenge and we'll face it and we will uh, successfully uh, um, overcome this challenge, we will be able to realize this potential and uh, to connect and to become the big the bridge that we want to be between the Indian uh, engineers market and the Israeli high-tech market. Okay, so you talked to us about the advantage of communication. Well, so is that your perception? I mean, before you worked with or before you went to India, or how did your perception change when you personally worked with them, when you saw them, when you went there, and how did it help the recruitment process? Oh, it's a it's a it's a great question. So I think I think there were like two sides for it. Okay, one side is when you go and on like in, in, in Delhi, you know, in the big cities, when you see, when as you see India and you experience India as, as a backpacker, you know, as someone who is like traveling India and, and exploring it. And then you see on the one hand, the extreme poverty that unfortunately exists there. You see the differences between different classes in India, um, and you under you see the amount of people that are uh, out there, and you know it really you're really shocked at the beginning. And mm -hmm. said, "Wow, I mean, okay, it is different uh, from what I see when I uh, speak with people in Zoom. It's not the same. And now, now I see the actual India, and understand, I understand when you know when we are off the Zoom call with uh, uh, the applicant or the employee. I know." where they are going outside and I know also their, their environment. Mm -hmm. So this is one side of India that you experience when you go there. The other part of it was basically our team, okay? And they, we went to the office and we met our team uh, and 
they even invited us to uh, to their houses and we ate like uh, dinners with them and with their family and um, of course that there are there are big differences you know between how our lives look like with our families and with our friends and there and our team's life with their families but eventually when you start a conversation with them you see that you see the similarity okay you see that we are all after the same things we both want to build a better life for ourselves for our family we both grasp the essence of a better life the same way okay mm -hmm. so when we are all when we all share uh, these same values basically you understand that this is what will enable you eventually to work together because eventually we are all after achieving uh, professional progress professional growth personal progress personal growth um, financial financial progress and growth you know we all want also the ability to balance between work and life with our families um, and all of these things together this is something that we also experience in our latest uh, visit in uh, india and uh, uh, um, and i think that the combination of these two things it's again the another reflection of the on one hand the opportunity and the potential that is exist in this young uh, generation okay mm -hmm. of engineers that we work with on the one hand and the challenge okay because uh, and the challenge is india such a big country such a diverse country and in which we need to operate and we need to find and to you know, headhunt these people that share the same values with us, who are, you know, who are stronger and who had the ability to learn and to achieve uh, uh, education. And, um, and then together, you know, we can build, uh, together we can build this bridge, which eventually also has, will have, you know, a positive impact over India as well as over Israel. Mm. Yes, you mentioned about headhunting, right? Mm -hmm. So how's the recruitment process? What are the challenges you face? And yeah, you know, qualifying in order to offer them to Israeli startups. So talk about that. Well, this is the, the core of our activity uh, these days, specifically also uh, the core of my activity uh, these days. Um, and this is one of the, I mean, this is, there are two challenges in the company, I think. This is one of them, okay? One of them is really um, finding the right talents who share the right values with us and have the, the motivation that we need from our team members. Um, it's, it, at its essence, it is basically the same recruiting process as we have let's say here in Israel or the US, okay, we basically gather, uh, we put a job post, we gather applicants and we, we are starting screening process, which is composed from uh, live interviews, uh, video interviews, group discussions, uh, projects that we give them to, to be able to assess their professional skills. But the challenges, again, that this is, this is like a big number, a uh, big data challenge, 
Okay, so it's not if you post a job here in Israel, maybe you'll get several uh, hundreds low, I mean, 100, 200 applicants, mm -hmm. and you can very quickly and easily um, screen them according to their metadata. When we talk about India, it's not the same. It's much more difficult uh, even to build the metadata, okay, in order to assess them. And uh, you cannot assess someone without speaking with him. It is extremely difficult mm -hmm. to assess someone without uh, speaking with him. So that means that you need to spend a lot of time on video interviewing and making professional assessment through video. And I'll explain why. Due to the fact that there is that the population in India is so diverse, you cannot, let's say, judge someone if, if he didn't go to the best university because many of them don't have the option, the financial option to go to the best universities. Yeah. In many cases, we found that we found amazingly talented, smart, motivated engineers who studied in very, in, not in the top universities, you know, in some local education programs, but they have huge knowledge and they are the most motivated and everything, you know, they learn by themselves. Today, education is very accessible for everyone. You don't need to go to the university to know how to script uh, Python and you don't need to go to university in order to know how to set up correctly, you know, an AWS infrastructure. You just need to be motivated and eager to learn it. And then all the resources are out there. Okay, on the, whether it is on Udemy, on, on the uh, resources uh, pages of uh, the companies that offer these services. And for that reason, and these are eventually also the best people for us in all, in all aspects, okay? In all aspects, these are the best people for us. So, so I would say that the, the initial screening process is much more, it requires much more resources, much more resources than recruiting here in Israel. So, you know, if we wrap it up here in Israel, I believe that you can screen 200, let's say 100, uh, 100 uh, candidates, you can shortlist them into a list of 10 final candidates, I would say maybe in a day, okay? In India, in order to shortlist 100 candidates, it will require like, uh, I guess, uh, uh, one week if you, want to, if you want to achieve the same results, okay? Of course, I can shortlist it like in one minute, but if I want to, to achieve the, the same results, mm. uh, I would have need like one week because I need to, to go one by one. Uh, not necessarily not one by one, but it will require much more uh, time and effort and, uh, in order to do it correctly. So you said you go on interviews and group discussions. What values are you looking for? So, well, those listeners would know what are you looking for and also the, the market, they would know what are their values? Yes. So first, I think that the, the thing that we are looking the most, uh, let, let's, let's talk about the uh, group discussions or uh, video interviews that we do with them is the passion for what they do, okay? If they are uh, passionate about what they do, about their profession, then basically I believe that all the other things can be learned or you know, we can give them the opportunity to, to gain other uh, skills. But passion is something that is much, much more difficult for us 
to you know to make someone passionate about the uh, what he what he do so i think this is the thing that we are looking for the most we want to see someone who is uh, updated in the latest trends in the latest releases that uh, different uh, services uh, published mm. and uh, maybe this is the most important value for us when we look for candidates um, as a company we have a, we have a different set of values that we present to our clients that we present to the uh, to our partners um, so these are basically two different uh, things mm. okay you said clients as partners okay who do you offer the solution to who can benefit from what you're offering yes so right today as, we, as i mentioned we offer uh, devops uh, as a service to early stage uh, startups here in israel um, why early stage startups because as i mentioned the situation in the local industry today is that there were so much investments in the previous year uh, so so many companies who raised uh, you know over 100 million dollars and there are so many open uh, job vacancies that uh, are available in the market and it is really a bloodbath uh, over the recruiting uh, market is really a, a bloodbath you know everyone are fighting for the same employees uh, bidding a higher uh, salary trying to win uh, and trying to win basically the same employees uh, mm. the sector i would say that suffered from it the most is the are the early stage uh, startups mainly uh, seed round uh, startups who are right in the middle between completing successfully the first uh, poc and moving to build basically a production grade uh, product and uh, optimizing the product towards eventually starting the growth phase. Um, these companies are facing significant challenges in recruiting strong team members because you know there are companies in the market like Fiverr, Wix, Monday.com, uh, all of these companies basically are very strong competitors over talents mm -hmm. and eventually if you are an early stage startup who just raised uh, the seed round you it will be very challenging for you basically to beat them and to recruit the right team member so what we offer basically is we focus on the devops position okay right now we, we can't solve all of the position in, in the for the company but we can we are we can tell them look for the devops workload don't worry about it don't try to recruit someone because there are not there aren't any uh, available devops there in the market they are all basically working somewhere okay so we are telling them we build this platform in india we have a subsidiary in india we recruit the uh, devops we train them to work with the israeli ctos we will give you the devops team that you need and we'll take charge of your entire uh, devops workload and uh, and luckily and I'm, I'm happy to say that it works uh, really well um, first of all the need without a doubt is out there uh, we see that every day that mm -hmm. people are that people need this solution because they don't have any uh, solution available and also the companies that we work with 
experience great progress you know in their in in executing the work plan because the situation until the point that we go into the company go into the client is that there is like a full stack developer who is responsible both for his like for different aspects of the product but at the same time you also need to take care of the cloud infrastructure automation CI/CD, and so on and he needs to like split his attention between these two domains and as a full stack developer is much more familiar in developing the code for the product rather than to build the infrastructure and the, the automation uh, as a devops but basically he's doing that because they don't have a choice okay because they they don't find any devops how they're to hire and we are telling them look you're wasting his time let this full stack developer focus only on the product okay with that with the rest of the R&D team and we will take care we will take care over the entire uh, devops workload by ourselves and uh, that works really well today we have great tools to work uh, remotely like that with the uh, zoom teams we also mm. use uh, other uh, collaboration uh, tools to make it uh, more efficient. Hopefully, we'll be able to, to grow and to build more uh, DevOps teams and to help more startups to basically to operate better, more efficiently. Mm. And uh, also, hopefully, in the future, to expand to more functions that are required. For example, we recently started helping companies also to issue the ISO 27001 certificate. So we are starting also to help them with security compliance uh, aspect for the companies. Uh, we are also setting up now the, uh, the NOC uh, department, okay? So, so we will basically be able to monitor their infrastructure 24 seven, and they will be able to, uh, you know, to sleep tight and not to take care of their infrastructure at night and holidays and weekends. So gradually we are building more and more operations, okay? Mm. And offering that, uh, offering them to our clients um, so they can progress faster, you know, focus on the product and make uh, faster uh, progress. And there you have it. That's a very interesting talk. Well, thank you so much for your time. I hope it helped. And please look for us on LinkedIn. That's I Am Podcast. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. I'll see you on the second part. This podcast is powered by iamops.io. Optimize your cloud infrastructure and CICD process with iamops.io dedicated DevOps team. Check out www.iamops.io and get a DevOps team now. Make sure to check out www.iamops.io if you want to know more about us. Subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every time we post a new video. Thank you and you have a great day.